0: All right, girls, you may rise. No, no, girls, all together. As a barbie, resume your seat. All right, please rise. No, no, Marcel. That's the second time you've been tardy.
1: Because of you, the rest of the class will have to do it all over again. Seats. Now, all together...
0: Why? Right. No, no, Marcel, you're out of step again. We must all leave our seats together. Marcel, no one has been excused. Come back here. Come back here. You two, older girls, get her. Bring her to my office. The class is dismissed.
2: The other 5 presents Miss Mildred Dunnock in I Love You. Yourself,
0: I am calm. You
2: can't be pacing the room that way. Sit down for a minute.
0: That child
1: has me beside myself. Well,
2: I can see that. It's a good thing I drop by. Getting upset isn't going to help matters any.
1: What's the matter with her? She does everything she possibly can to spite me.
2: She's a problem, child. Every girl at this school is a problem, child. You've handled difficult girls before, not
1: like this one. She looks at you with those cold, green little eyes and says, Yes, Miss Taylor. No, Miss Taylor. And she goes right ahead with what she planned to do anyway. It's almost as if she were out to deliberately destroy me. Oh, Celia. I mean it. This is the coldest little fish I ever saw. She doesn't feel anything.
2: Oh, all the girls something, you know that.
1: Not this one, Cards. She's been thrown out of the best girls' schools in the East, and I think she's determined to be thrown out of this one. This is the end of the line for her, the school that handles problem girls when everyone else fails, and mostly because of me. She knows that as long as I'm headmistress of Blair Hall, she'll never get away with it. So she's out to destroy me. Oh,
2: Celia, that's fantastic.
1: Fantastic's the only word that describes her. She's a little monster. What? That's the only proper word for her. The bullet setting fire to this school as she is of pulling the wings off a butterfly. She's not a child at all. She's a crafty, clever, plotting, evil little monster.
2: Now, Celia, you've just got to get control of yourself. I've never heard you talk like this about any girl. If you really feel that she's that dangerous, you ought to recommend that she be given over to psychiatric care. We really don't have the time or facilities for budding pyromaniacs.
1: No, I don't really mean that. I'm just upset, that's all. I don't really think this girl's disturbed. I'm sure she'd like me to think she is. She's just the same as all the rest of the girls at Blair Hall. Spoiled a little rich girl that's getting her first taste of discipline in her life and she doesn't like it a bit. None of them do. I just got to keep remembering that and see that she keeps getting her full share of discipline.
2: Uh, Celia, I've I, I been meaning to talk to you about that. About what? About the way you uh, discipline the girls here. Uh, look, uh, don't you think that sometimes you're just a, a little hard on the girls? Do You
1: think I am?
2: Well, frankly, yes. Mr. Cards,
1: this school was founded on discipline. The brick and ivy are held together with it. When I was just a young governess starting out, I discovered that the one thing the children of the very rich need most is discipline. Their parents are always too busy or too self-indulgent to give it themselves, and they're always delighted to find somebody who can. You should see some of the brats I've handled. And I've discovered the more unruly a child is, the more he needs discipline, secretly longs for it. Because the parents couldn't discipline themselves, they couldn't discipline their children, so they have to hire somebody who can. When they found out I was a person who could, they built this school for me.
2: But this isn't a workhouse orphanage out of Dickens.
1: No, but it's a reform school for the very rich, and don't you forget it. These girls aren't underprivileged, they're overprivileged. They've had everything their little hearts desire, clothes, money, horses everything but the one thing they need most, discipline.
2: Well, I agree that discipline has its place, Miss Taylor, but I don't think it's the only thing a girl needs. A child can be surrounded by all the material things in the world and still feel like an orphan.
1: Just what else do you think the girls need?
2: Well, this may sound strange to you, but I think what most of these girls need is love.
1: Love? Thing these girls need from you and from me Is our indulgence No, I
2: didn't say indulgence I said love Discipline always has to be tempered with affection Real affection Or else it's
1: just Mr. Cards As headmistress of this school May I suggest that I know Just what these girls need
2: I was only making a suggestion
1: Discipline Is what this school was founded on It's what we're famous for And as long as I remain headmistress of Blair Hall It will always be its chief virtue. Yes? Miss LeTernel to see you. Send her in.
2: Uh, Well, I will have to go. No.
1: No, please stay. You can see for yourself just how much love this child is capable of. Well, don't just stand there, Marcel. Come in, come in. Stand up straight when you walk. Head up. Shoulder back. Don't slouch. When you stand before me, you stand at attention. Is that clear? Yes. Yes, what? Yes, ma'am. We're never addressing an older person or a person in authority. Always use the correct form of address as a mark of respect. You've been told that before, haven't you? Yes, what? Yes, ma'am. Don't be so recalcitrant, young lady. You are hurting no one but yourself are you aware that your uniform is dirty yes ma'am and you dare to report to this office in a soiled uniform and dirty socks yes ma'am why i forgot in the future see that you do not forget i should send you back to your room right now to change but i have very little time to waste on people like you i called you in here to discuss your conduct class this afternoon but while waiting for you to show up i've been going over your record here at blair hall and frankly, it isn't an enviable one. Do you have anything to say for yourself? Well? No. No what? No, ma'am. That's a perfect example of what I'm talking about. You've been here six months and you still pretend you don't know the proper form of address. You do, don't you? Yes. Then why don't you use it? Because I don't want to. Because you don't want to. You think that's sufficient reason for you to do anything you don't want to do? Well, I'm here to tell you, young lady, there will be many, many things in this world that you will have to do, even though you don't want to do them. And I'm here to see that you do. Now, is that clear? Yes. Yes, what? Yes, ma'am. Well, that's better. I'm not going to go over your enviable record since you've been here. Tardiness, slovenly dress. Disrespect, screaming in the halls at night. I had a nightmare. You didn't want to go to bed. I was scared. You had a temper tantrum because you didn't have your way. That's not true. You will speak only when spoken to, young lady. Do you understand?
0: You're a liar. Silence.
1: Now, you're not going to draw me into a childish, pointless argument over who did what three months ago. We're here to discuss what took place in class this afternoon. Why did you leave before class was dismissed?
0: I thought you dismissed the class, Miss Taylor. I did no such thing. Yes, you did. You said class dismissed, so I got up and ran. Marcel, that is not true, and you know it. But you did, Miss Taylor, you did. Now, who's lying, Marcel? You are.
1: You see, Mr. Coggs. it's pointless to try and have a rational discussion with someone who is incapable of discussing events honestly. Like the obdurate little animal you are, you will respond only to discipline. Do you have anything to say before I tell you the penalty of your actions this afternoon? Very well, then. I was going to deprive you of all privileges and confine you to your room for a month. But due to the kind intercession of Mr. Carb here, I've decided to be lenient. You will lose all your afternoon free periods and all sweet shop privileges. Is that clear? Yes. And one other thing for not addressing me with the proper title of respect, you will take down all those stupid movie star and horse pictures you have over your bed. No! Until now, i closed my eyes to them, but from now on, you're going to live up to the letter of every law of this school. No! Those pictures are mine! And furthermore, we'll have no more emotional outbursts every time somebody runs counter to what you want!
0: I hate you, Miss Taylor. I hate That's you. That's enough of that. I'm going to kill you if I can. I'll get it. No, no. And if I can't kill you, I'll get somebody you can. Marcy, Marcy, I'll get go. no, I'm no. going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. You've got to... Because I...
2: Hmm.
1: You see, it's just as I said, cards. Yes. Substantial amounts of discipline religiously applied, and you have a model child.
2: Hmm. She's a model student, all right. She's punctual to the minute. She's polite to everyone. She never comes to class unprepared.
3: Well, what more can you ask?
1: Model students make model adults. And that's what we're here for, to turn out model little adults. Hmm.
2: But that's just it. She's nothing but a little model. She doesn't laugh anymore. She doesn't speak unless she's spoken to. I haven't seen her play with the other girls once since you locked her in that room for that month.
1: Well, we can't expect miracles, God. You can't change the basic person. She was highly antisocial when she came here.
2: But this is different somehow. Well, it's as if all her spirit had been killed. As if she was dead inside.
1: You're nothing but a sentimental old fool, Carl. Mm-hmm. That's why you'll never be anything but an old-made English professor. Mm-hmm. Ah, Lillian isn't dead. She's only defeated. She's like a colt, broken to halter. If she's quiet, it's only because she's surprised and hurt. Things aren't like they used to be in the fields. And after she gets used to it, she'll be all right.
2: But even you yourself have been disturbed over some of the strange things that have been happening. The flash fire in the laundry last month. The insecticide that got spilled in the cafeteria soup. The, the day you thought one of the girls tried to push you downstairs.
1: Oh, for a while I thought it might be our little Miss Marcel. Then our that new girl we got. What's her name? Who? That daughter of that manufacturer. You know? Yes, that's the one. Geraldine Mello. She came to Blair Hall about the time all these things started happening. And her parents sent her when they discovered she was the one who had pushed her little brother down the stairs. The day one of the girls shoved me, both she and Marcel were standing nearby But Geraldine was the closest, and she had a curious grin on her face.
2: Hmm. Well, I guess I can forget about the notes.
3: Notes? What notes?
2: Oh, uh, one day the Ionello girl came up to me on the hockey field and told me that Marcy spent most of her time in her room writing notes.
1: What kind of notes?
2: I don't know. She just told me that Marcy sneaked out of her room late at night and left them down by the road at the fence. Well, I strongly suspected at the time that she was making it all up just to curry favor.
1: Well, why didn't you tell me this before?
2: Because I didn't think it was true. And you'd been quite hard enough on myself up to that point. Besides, what harm good notes do?
1: You're an idiot, Cards. She's trying to make contact with somebody on the outside. What? We haven't beaten that little girl at all. She's just changed her tactics. What? You don't think... Get that Ionella girl down here at once.
3: It's just like I told Mr. Cards, Miss Taylor... She spends most of her time in her room writing notes. What kind of notes? I don't know. I mean, she won't let anybody read them. She tears them up if you come near her. Once when one of the older girls tried to take one away from her, she slapped her till her nose bled. You say she leaves these notes down by the road at the fence? Yes, Miss Taylor. She sneaks out of her room at night and leaves them in a tree or under a rock. I know because I followed her a couple of times. Once I saw her hide a note under the seat of the garbage man's truck. Well, obviously she's trying to make contact with somebody on the
1: outside.
2: But who? And for what? Shh.
1: Do you think you could lead us to the spot where any of these notes are hidden? It's has been
3: so dark, and I've always had to stay so far back. She'd kill any of us if we followed her. Once, though... I thought I remembered one particular rock. But when I went back the next day, the note was gone, you see. Whoever she was trying to contact, she succeeded.
2: But who? Her father's in Europe, her mother's in the Caribbean somewhere with her new husband.
3: You say she leaves her room every night? She has for the last three weeks.
1: Well, then she'll probably go again tonight. Now, I want you to get one of the older girls. And I want the two of you to sneak down to the main gate and hide yourselves there. Wait there until I call you, and whatever happens, you're not to say anything to anybody. Now, is that clear? Yes, Miss Taylor.
3: Well, run along to your room, then, and remember not one word to anybody. Yes, Miss Taylor. I only want to help. I knew all along that Marcy Letourneau was up to no good. Run along. Yes, Miss Taylor.
2: Well, who do you think she's trying to contact?
1: Contacted. But who? A professional, probably. Somebody who's capable of killing a headmistress or burning down a school. I don't believe it. Why not? She has the money and the nerve. She has a $200 a month allowance. And anybody who can dump insect powder into the school soup is capable of anything.
2: Well, Marcy may be troubled, but she's basically a good girl.
1: Well, we'll see about that tonight, Mr. Cards. Whoever she's trying to contact and whatever they're up to, it'll all be in that note. (laughs)
2: out. Death. Hmm? Death. Death.
1: Where? There. Sliding along the shadows of lawn.
2: Oh. In that nightgown, she... She looks like a fairy queen gliding through the woods. See?
1: She has the note in her hand. Come on.
2: We don't want to lose her. You want to take her now?
1: Oh, no, you idiot. We just want the note. Oh, be careful, you clumsy idiot. We don't want to fight
2: her. She looks like a child lost in the woods in her nightgown. Shh.
1: She's looking for a spot to hide the note. There. See? In the cleft of that tree. Keep your head down. There. She's moving away. We'll let her get all the way back to Blair Hall... Before we... Oh, oh clumsy idiot. See what you've done. You've
0: frightened her. Quick, get her before she can get back and destroy the note. Senior girl, get her before she can get to the tree. Oh, come on, Todd. Get her. I know. You not Stop it. it. Stop it. Get up. Give it back. You keep it. Oh, good work, her. girl. Hold her, card. We can't have her getting away. No, no. Let me go. No. Let me go. You see, you thought you were a little too smart for me, didn't you? But let me tell you, I've been on to you since the beginning. No, no, Dale. No. Please give me back the notice. It's mine. Please, I'll do anything you ask. Oh, please, please give it back to me. Please give it it's back. It's too late to for me. all that. I've caught you red-handed, and now I have all the evidence I need. (inetes) No. No, Miss Taylor, please. Please. Take her to her room and lock the door. I'll be up to deal with her
3: presently. Yes, Miss Taylor. No, Miss Taylor,
0: Taylor, please. Please give the note back to me. Uh, please. Give
1: it back to me. We'll know exactly what runs through her wicked little mind.
2: Well, what does it say?
0: Whoever reads this, I
3: love you.
2: Presented "I Love You," written by George Bamber, based on an idea by Meyer Levin. Produced and directed by Warren Somerville. In the cast: Mildred Dunnock, Paul McGrath, Rosemary Rice, and Evelyn Juster. Audio engineer Neil Pulse. Sound technician.